Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hi, it's Alex, and I'm here with Robert. He just closed a $146,000 deal, and he spent half a year delivering it. Robert, before he did this, he just had a job as a game designer, and he was making, how much were you making before you started this business, Robert? Good question. Uh, about 3K a month or so. Okay. So you were doing 3K per month in a job, and now you're under your own business, and you're closing $125,000 deals. Yes. Uh, w- Lots of people have skills like you, right? Like there must be more game designers and other designers and developers and so on out there who have skills and they still have a job. So I just, I just, I'm happy that we got you in a video here today because I wanted to share with all those people what is possible if you focus on business instead of the job and what kind of business they can build and uh, how they can achieve similar success. So when did you quit your job, Robert? So the beginning of 2017. So you quit your job 2017 yeah. and the, in the beginning of 2018, you closed $125,000 sale. And actually in the same, same year as well. So about six months after starting the business and learning business, I closed this deal. Mm, okay. And you at the same time had other clients as well, right? Yes, correct. And what was your job before you built this business? Uh, so game, 3D game artist. So the, the artistic side of game development. Right. So you, you quit your job six months after starting a business. And um, then you also close 125,000 euro or $146,000 deal for a single project. And how much of the project was outsourced? How much did you do yourself and how much was outsourced to other people? Um. I would say about two third was outsourced. And actually most of the work I did wasn't necessarily the actual work. It's more about managing the project. Okay. Interesting. So you, you went from being an employee, being responsible for other people's projects and making, you know, mid five figure salary to being a business owner where you get a six figure, where you have a six figure business. And you're outsourcing two thirds of it. That, that's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. So let's just dive into it. That was just the introduction, guys. So let's see what Robert actually does and how he achieved this success. So what do you think is the difference? Like what has changed in your life? Because before you were just uh, an artist, basically. So what has changed your life that you became a business owner? Well, I think the biggest growth is actually seeing business and money in a different way so Mm. before in the job or i saw it more as a have to work have to make money but as soon as you get into business you see that this mind frame is actually uh, wrong or is limiting you Uh, or being on the path of becoming a business owner shows you the freedom that is possible and seeing money or making money and the value you can bring to others as a as a tool to use you obviously you're in the daily business hustle mastermind so what are some skills that you've learned in the mastermind the number one is obviously sales which you often say is one of the most important skills to have and i agree but besides that it's also about how to manage uh the people you outsource to or you Mm -hmm. have in your team uh which is uh 
well, I think just as important as sales, since that is the main operation of delivering your work, but also client management, I think is a very often overlooked part, especially with big projects. How do you manage the clients and the expectations? Those are uh, some some big learnings uh, that happened for me the past year. Mm, okay. And what path were you on before you started the business? So before you had a job, obviously. So what, what was the plan back then? The plan was becoming a good artist, mm-hmm. um, which pretty much just means making good looking uh, work and a portfolio, but never really thinking about how to use it in a business way. You know, mm-hmm. how can you use that value to create money for yourself or give value to others. It was more about making art for yourself. Okay. And was, isn't it like a taboo between, among artists? Oh, oh, you, you shouldn't do this for the money, right? So is, isn't that a thing among artists? I would say there are two groups. One of them is, like you said, it's a taboo. Um, and art is more about the feeling and the emotions, which I agree art is. Uh, but they neglect the other side, and that is how can you use your skills to create value? Um, and then the other group is they are just focused on creating the value, but they forget the creative side. Both have their cons and pros, uh, but it's bringing them together that I think works and is the key. Okay. And how did you reconcile this art versus uh, money? issue that a lot of artists have like how did you bring them together Mm, well I've always been a guy that was able to see also not only the the creative and the emotional part of creating art but also the management part so Mm -hmm. before in my job I was obviously in teams and I was able to see that you also need to manage your creative flow Um, but as soon as I went to do the business together with the DBH mastermind I saw that how can you extend this management and create a flow into a value you can sell to clients, Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. And I think this, this part is what most artists don't know about. Mm -hmm. They only think about the other two, like how can I make, uh, how can I get a good creative flow for myself or how can I make, that look professional on, for example, a website or portfolio, but they forget about how do I get combine those two into value for the world. Okay. And I I guess you had a lot of trouble uh, or problems early in business where you were overworked. Hmm. Um, Was that the primary issue you had in your business where you were just working too much um, like a freelancer inside your own business or, or was, or was there other stuff? Um, Well, I did a lot of um, like self-development in a lot of areas personally. So that Mm -hmm. also counts, right? Mm -hmm. But I also started this journey as a freelancer. So doing everything. And I thought it was, for me at least, it was very tough to let certain things go. Mm -hmm. So for example, the first steps in outsourcing and having other people do work for you, Mm -hmm. that was pretty difficult for me. But that's what you need to learn to let go and trust others. And how did you let go? Like, because you spend basically your entire adult life becoming an artist. How did you let go of the fact that you're not the only person responsible anymore, that two thirds of the work is done by others and maybe a lot of uh, creative decisions 
uh, are at least partially made by others, not by you anymore. And you're not like drawing all the lines and dot, mm. you know, dotting all the eyes and all that stuff. How, yeah. did, how did that feel? Pretty much what I read here is what you're asking me is how do I learn? So I'm going to answer it in that way. Um, and I'm a bit extreme maybe in this area because the way I, uh, or at least I've been learning the past three years is as soon as I notice there is a form of fear or a form of procrastination on the emotional level or mental level, um, I identified it and then I just was, I would look for an opportunity to burn through it as fast as possible. Mm. So for example, with the outsourcing, as soon as I knew this was a difficult thing for me, um, I set a rule for myself, this project or the next 10 projects, I won't do anything of the work and it has to be fully outsourced. Even if I don't know what's going to happen, I'll just do it. So just burning through. Mm. Okay. And I saw your post the other week and it said that you didn't know how to deliver the project when you started the project. So you closed a 125,000 euro or $146,000 deal and you didn't know how you were going to deliver all the parts. Is that normal or, or, and how did you deal with it? For me it's normal. I'm not sure for other people, but so far all the projects I did, you know, you got to remember that I've been doing this uh, artistic uh, job for the past 10 or so years. So of course I have a lot of background, but still every time I close the project, uh, how to actually deliver it and all the fine details, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. And just like the previous question, I would just, I would always say yes. That was my biggest, I think that's one of the big success tools for me is always saying yes and doing it. Mm -hmm. And in this case, the same, just close, just close, just close. And then as soon as you have it, just start on it, work on it, and just burn yourself through to it until it's at a state where it will just fix itself. So in this case, having it outsourced, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. And what did all your friends from, the from that kind of world tell you? Did they say, oh, you shouldn't do this? Um, or did they support you in your new business? Or how did it go with the, with the friends? Mm. So they're definitely, yeah, they're definitely not negative. I think they're, I think they're just more amazed because they just don't understand how to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. so okay. they, they, they just don't know. And should all of them try business or is it just for some people, not for others? I think everybody at some point should try business. Doesn't necessarily mean it should be their like life purpose. Mm -hmm. But there is so much growth in business that I do think everybody, everybody should do this for a few years. And then depending on what you want, I think it's fine to just go back to a job. If that's really what you want, then go for it. But uh, I, I recommend everybody to just... Would you uh, go back to a job if, I, if someone offered you $200,000 a year in a job and you just have to worry about being an artist, but they pay you 200 k and you, you can live anywhere in the world? like in the, your favorite place and work for the best company that you know in the industry, would you take it? Obviously, I thought about this before. I don't think so. I don't think so. And why not? Why wouldn't you take the 200K per year job where you have less responsibility and everything? Because what I'm doing now is building my own um, life, right? Mm -hmm. I'm building my own path in life, which mm -hmm. to me is more fulfilling than a job. Yeah, and why is it more fulfilling? 
because at a job you're building somebody else, uh, his own, somebody else's life. And because now I'm building my own life, um, emotionally, I have control. I have the freedom to do what I want to do. If mm-hmm. I don't like my current business, I can just create another business. Mm-hmm. And this type of freedom and emotional control in life, um, yeah, I don't think you're going to find that in a job. So for you, maybe you have more of a personality who feels comfortable. You feel comfortable in projects. You feel comfortable in teams and so on. Um, have you seen anyone in Dale Business Hustle succeed who doesn't have that inbuilt? Like, do you know any 20-year-old guys who don't even have job experience who succeed in business? Well, first of all, I have to say that maybe I look uh, comfortable, but mm. that's mm, not always the case, you know. So mm. a lot of, still a lot of doubts and fear can arise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then to get back to your own question about uh, memories in DBH, I do see this a lot, but I think it's part of the journey, right? It's, it's part of growing. I, I, I guess we say these are skills you can learn. Mm. And maybe some people are naturally better at sales and others are better at delivery, but those are skills you can learn. And for things you're not good at learning, you can hire people. That's what we've noticed. Hmm. But uh, of course, if you have industry knowledge and industry experience, it makes it a lot easier, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. So that means you kind of have more unique service to sell because you already have the industry knowledge. You don't have to start with something basic. And it doesn't take you like two years to close 100K or 150K. Yeah. It, it took you only uh, six months, as you said. Hmm. But I, th- I think anyone can start it um, depending on their life situation. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I've been concluding after seeing hundreds of guys build businesses online. Um, so in, and then in terms of advice for guys who have certain good skills, let's say, um, there are guys out there watching this video right now and they have some skill. What should they do? Like, like what, what is the number one thing that is, that is important to them to do in the next uh, two years to achieve similar success to what you've achieved? Get mentorship or join a mastermind. Hmm. Done. That's just the biggest Okay. Why, why not? Why not Google? Why not Google how to sell on YouTube? Maybe you can also find the skills and the knowledge there that uh, we, for example, uh, do in DBH. Mm-hmm. But my own experience is: is if you're just searching on Google and you know the the free uh, value that's out mm-hmm. there it's very limiting and it's not applied to your current situation, mm-hmm. right? Whereas with a mentor or a mastermind, as you know, uh, it's more applied to where you are at. Uh, if you yeah. can't cut the learning curve uh, by a year and a half or so or more, then mm-hmm. what's the point of doing any of that, right? People yeah. can just find stuff on Google. But anyway, thank you very much, Robert. Very good to hear that you're uh, crushing it and uh, hope uh, you're back from the holiday. You took like a month off, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I said, uh, burned through so much stuff that uh, I noticed I needed a break. Uh, but now I have the freedom to do that. So one month of relaxing R&R mm-hmm. just to rejuvenate and get started again. Mm. Okay. Well, welcome back. Looking Thank forward you. to your reports of even bigger sales, maybe mm. half a million in a single sale next time. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Um, All right. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review 
this podcast. If you like it, I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.